Welcome to the NS North Podcast. My name is Dan Byers, and I'm joined once again by my co-host, Phil Casgray. How are you, Phil? I'm great. And you, then? I'm good. I'm good. So for this episode, we are very excited to have keynote speaker Georgia Dow joining us. How are you, Georgia? I'm really good. I'm so excited. It's a great pleasure to have you on. Thanks for joining us tonight. Well, thank you for having me. Cool. Okay, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, <laughs> there is so much to tell. Um, well, I am a writer and editor at iMore, um, and that's a website where we cover different type of Apple news. And usually I'm doing crazy wild videos or reviews of different iPhone products. And also we deal with lots of different technologies and some podcasts also for the website. Also, having an, having an, uh, an Apple-centric blog uh, or, uh, you know, magazine, essentially, in this, this day and age now that they're folding left and right, I'm so glad that you're here because <laughs> it, makes, it makes a big difference to have a quality publication that's, that's still going strong. We, we are really lucky. I have to say that it's been some really sad news uh, for Apple blogs lately. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy and lucky that I get to do what I do because it's so much fun. And covering Apple News is just some of the most exciting things that we get to take a look at and, you know, see firsthand right away. So it's really nice. But it, it has been a really rough year for um, Apple blogs, unfortunately. Lots of consolidation going on, eh? Yeah. And when a large conglomerate buys up, and it's, it's hard, again, you know, to monetize blogging and websites can be difficult at times. So, Yeah, for sure. So where did you get, how did you get started with iMore? Can you give a little history on that maybe? Sure. So um, what happened was when Renee took over uh, iMore, they were looking to diversify and they wanted to have some more women and getting different opinions from many different walks of life. And if you've ever been to iMore, the site has a lot of diversity. There's a lot. I think that we have more women on the site than we have men. And so awesome. I was, yeah, which is great and, and just fabulous people. And so I was really fortunate that I got to start off in that way. And we ended up doing the iMore Show, which is a podcast about different Apple products and what's happening in the Apple world and the ecosphere. And then as I started working more, I didn't have as much time to do that. And then I did mostly reviews of different Apple products and going to consumer electronics shows and talking about different things in that sphere as well. Uh, do you guys actually ever sleep? Like uh, the amount of content you guys pump out I, I, I question like you know you guys are just you're, you're machines <laughs> Renee is I think that he's he's probably mostly machine and only part person because Renee is he's an amazing writer and he writes pretty much effortlessly but it does happen that if Apple News comes out at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning yes he'll be up writing out <laughs> posts but he puts out posts at an inhuman rate, truly. Like, he can write posts yeah. and it's like 10,000 words is nothing for him. The, the, the problem is, I also pegged him as an android, but it's not possible because he has a soul. The way he writes is really, <laughs> it's obvious that he has a soul. So. Right, right. It, it's kind of like from Blade Runner. It would be difficult to find out if he's yes. human or not. Yes. We're still not yes. sure. So his last name is Deckard, right? Right, right. <laughs> exactly. It's like six years now. Uh oh, he might be coming up to his. Uh, we're gonna have to gonna have to find another Renee soon. <laughs> and uh, so that was how long ago that you started with iMore? 
I think that it's been now five years. It could oh, be a little geez. bit longer. It's It's been quite a long time. We have, it's just a great site to work for because we have such fun um, getting into trouble, doing all kinds of things. And Renee is just fabulous. You have an idea of something different or, or something that you would like to try. And it's a really wonderful um, set of, of, you know, people that you get to engage with and try things out with. So we're also given a lot of leeway um, in different areas, which leaves the site being really creative at the same time. In the last year, what would you say was would, would be your, your favorite thing that you've written about in recent memory? <laughs> well, I think the favorite thing that I got to do, which was really lucky, is that uh, Serenity Caldwell, Renee, and I went to the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Mm. And in January, right? Yes. And so we were really lucky. We went around taking a look at all the coolest, neatest, most fun technology. And we ended up, um, you know, trying out many different mobile devices, like actually like human mobility devices, running around, doing videos, talking to some of the most fascinating people, jumping on beds, uh, taking a look at small little tiny mini drones, flying them around and pretty much causing as much trouble as we could at CES, <laughs> including, and this they shouldn't have done, but they actually let me try out a sniper rifle. That try were, out. Yeah, not, well, t t like tr use, like actually hold it in my hands that was oh. connected to your phone and it would actually let you see through the sight on your phone or on your glasses. Oh, that's so you awesome. could, you know, take a look. But the funniest part was that when I grabbed the weapon and like the security people started getting really closer to me, they probably should have <laughs> said no. But I, you know, was very kind and just please, can I just try a little? And then the guy like grabbed also the muzzle to make sure that, you know, I wasn't, I was would have never pointed at anyone, but it was an actual <laughs> rifle that I held and it was huge, but it was a lot of fun. I, I'm guessing this is not one of these Nerf uh, sniper rifles, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, like it, a 50 was, cal? it was like, the, it was called, I think it's called the Mile Maker. So it looked pretty big in the pictures. I remember seeing you uh, in front of that thing or behind that thing. It's, it's, it's pretty it impressive. to me. Yeah. They, yeah. you know, they probably shouldn't. I, I, I shouldn't run around with scissors or with any type of weapons of any sort. It's, I'm relatively clumsy, but I'm lucky I didn't that, break anything. That's sage advice for anybody, actually. It's probably true. It's probably true. And out of writing of anything that I've written, um, I'm also a psychotherapist. Um, by day. And so my favorite article was probably the, the last one that I just wrote, which was on how to stop procrastination with your iPhone. And I, I like that one is because I'm a reformed procrastinator myself. And I think that we can often get stuck. Um, using, often I think that my phone is, is my method of not having to do work. So I use it to procrastinate with, but you can also use it for the better. And so that's what the article was on. Uh, I haven't read this article. I'll probably read it tomorrow. <laughs> it's really good. So you say you're a reformed procrastinator? Yes, you actually, I am. You've, you've, you've transitioned? I am, I am doing, there's two, my, I have two new rules for myself. One is not to let fear get in the way of doing anything. So if I'm offered to try something out or do something new, I think that, you know, go for it. Give it a shot. What's the worst thing that could happen? You won't be good at it. Uh, that's not too bad. But at least you won't regret not trying it. And the other thing is that if I have something to do, I'm going to try to do it right away. I'm not as effective on that, but I'm giving it my best. That is a great philosophy. That's yeah. That's that's the way to go. Absolutely. Got to do it. 
So you're, you're a psychologist. A psychotherapist, so very close to a psychologist, yes. Oh, okay. Well, what, actually, what's the difference? It's a different designation. So some of the schooling is different. And oh. um, so it's also from a different order. So I'm a licensed psychotherapist, which in Quebec is under the order of psychology. So oh, I don't okay. know. It's oh, about okay. the same amount of schooling and the same training is it is it kind of similar to doctors versus uh, those super nurses or something like that it's a little different in that i cannot run a test to give someone a label so if you wanted to know if you were um you know bipolar adhd or, or right. bipolar or you know i could not diagnose you with that um, right. besides that i'm i so i'm just treatment oriented instead right, of right. um you know test oriented Oh, there's so much stigma around all the mental illnesses, too. It's terrible. It really is. And I, I, I don't really like labels. In some ways, they can be helpful for insurance purposes. And sometimes it can be helpful to, to kind of know what you might be dealing with. But in the end, no matter what someone has, I'm going to be dealing with whatever symptoms that they find that are maladaptive to their own daily life. So to me, it doesn't really make a difference anyways. And the stigma, unfortunately, we still have that. And so how, uh, how long have you been doing that? I've been a psychotherapist for a little bit, like, all, well, I've, yeah, I've been in school for a really long time. I was a teacher before that. And, oh, nice. Yeah. I've, and then I taught martial arts also before that. And then I just figured I just wanted to make people feel better and be more inspired. And so a after I've, you've kicked them a little bit, right, you make right. them feel there's, better. There's, you have to have balance in the world. You have to have balance. It's very zen. <laughs> it's very zen. That's exactly. It's like my Zen and Tech podcast. You you will have to have balance in your life. <laughs> But um, so then I said I went back to school to be a psychotherapist, and I, about, probably about five years as well. Hmm. And it's it's great. It's just wonderful. There's nothing better than being able to um, help people live better, more fulfilled lives. And so, yeah, I get to do a lot of different cool stuff because I also do a gaming podcast. Um, and so I get to actually say to my kids when I'm playing a video game, I can say, you know, you have to, you have to leave me for a second. I have to do my work, which is play a video game, which is like, there, could there be a cooler rule than that? <laughs> But I'm working, children. I'm working. Yes. Yeah, actually, for, for our listeners, what's, what's the name of that podcast? That's Isometric. Excellent. It's a gaming podcast, um, but it also has uh, three women. So there's Brianna Wu, and there's Maddie Myers, and then there's Steve Lubitz. So there's uh, three of us, uh, three of us that are women and one guy. So it's usually the inverse of what most podcasts have. Yeah, really. Uh, you mean inverse, or you, also, you could also mean uh, non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yes. We might yes. be the only one. Yes, I've listened uh, to a few episodes because I'm, although I'm not a gamer, I did work in the games industry, so I, I know a little bit about games, but I know too much from of them from what how the sausage is made. Right. So I don't enjoy them as much as uh, as other people do. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's that's kind of true. A, it's kind of a prof professional deformation, if you wish. So. No, it's exactly. I I feel the same way when I when I take a look at something and and the psychology of one of the characters that I'm watching a movie in is is wrong or that's not the way that they would actually act if that's the way they're dealing with it. And it does also take me out of being able to just sit back, relax, and enjoy. Right. For me, it's more about the technical side of things right. because I was working on the development of them. But yes, right, I can right. totally that, see that. That pixel is wrong. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, or that that or physics. You know, when things fly um, out or yes. they get sliced the wrong way or something, that doesn't make sense. Right, right. Mm. I I can I can totally feel you. You must you know it it just ruins the enjoyment of actually being immersed in the game. Yes, exactly. And when you've been working on a game, it's like it's not really that much fun to play it. <laughs> yes, no, I can totally agree that that must be. It's the same way as when you're cooking something. Then when you eat it, you're you're pretty much done with it by the end, anyways. Yes, when I when I when I do the cooking, my wife likes it, even though it's not very good because she didn't make it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I like that. Yes, me too, actually. <laughs> I have a few recipes. They're laminated on a little plastic card. So those are the ones. Those are the ones I know how to make. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you keep practicing, you'll just get better at it. Exactly. Exactly. It's 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 often new, or not. <laughs> Or if you don't really like to do it, then you add like a little salt at the end so they never ask you to cook. <laughs> oh no, again. I like to do it. It's just that sometimes it's it, you know it's 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 the time. It's the you you want to do something good, and you, I I mean, like a lot of of uh, of people that work in the in the industry in the computer industry, I'm very you know compulsively about the details and stuff. And it's mm -hmm. not it has to be right. It has to be the best. It has to be it's it's not the best, obviously. But I I'm gonna work at it. Damn it! Right, make it best, right. So. That's like the type A personality trait of, of yeah. always wanting to do better, being really achievement oriented, and probably a little bit too hard on yourself. Yes. Right. Well, right. Thanks you. Right. <laughs> you said they didn't do diagnosis. No, sorry. <laughs> just, just, I'm, I'm you know. A lot of people that care about technology lean towards being type A. So that's, you know, what most of us can, can probably relate to. Yeah. It's a good thing. <laughs> so so in, you, you have isomorphic. Isometric. Um, oh, sorry. Cheapers. <laughs> but I like isomorphic. That's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> Looks the same as another podcast. <laughs> sure. Exactly. Um, it, so within the, uh, our Mac community, which, which other uh, podcasts? Um, you're, you're in a ton of them. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in a couple. I, I also uh, do the Vector podcast. So that's a podcast that we deal with merging um, technology and culture and where the two of them uh, interrelate and correlate. And so how does technology affect the way that we run our lives and why? And that's a really nice podcast because I think that it's different in that, you know, the way that technology actually we interrelate with will change and evolve throughout the years. And there's different techniques and different issues that we kind of deal with that I think are not dealt with on other podcasts. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, That's also a little bit of the tack that Apple often showed, uh, inter intersection of technology and liberal, liberal arts. And right. you could view liberal arts as a, as a proxy for you know, culture or something like yes, that. Yes, so. exactly. And how can you use technology to make your life better? And why do we interrelate with our technology? Why do we love our phones so much? Why do we care about what different, you know, if you're an Android user or if you're, um, you know, an iPhone user. And I think that it, they're really interesting, you know, discussions to be had there and important ones. For sure. And what else? What's what's the other podcast? You mean you mentioned you have I, I, Yeah, I do that when I do the um, Total Party Kill. That's a D&D &D podcast that we do Ooh. with a whole bunch of other people in the tech community. I also do a podcast that I do which is clockwise every now and then as well with Jason Snell and Dan and that's also really interesting because we also deal with different technology news that happens to be and I'm sometimes on the iMore show 
which is uh, on the iMore network, and we go through different things that are happening in Apple News. Is, is that one a video one, too? Or? That one is a video podcast. Okay. All right. That's what yeah. I thought. And we go through different uh, tech that we're using. We go through different products that are out. And all of the latest Apple News and how it's going to affect us. And we also discuss some of the cool and interesting things that we're looking forward to in the Apple community. So I guess for me, it's like the Apple Watch because that's my the next thing that I'm exceptionally excited about. Yes, definitely. What, um, that's, that's like the major topic of discussion pretty much all the time now, it seems. Well, <laughs> in for, so many for, different podcasts. Right, yeah. Well, for me, I've been waiting for the Apple Watch for forever, so I just can't wait to get my hands on one. I'm assuming you, you might, you probably have another kind of uh, smartwatch or so-called smartwatch. I did. I used to have the Pebble Watch. And I enjoyed it. I liked it. But it was not enough to keep my attention span and having to charge it every day along with that. Every day? Because I, I have the Pebble as well. I'm actually I, I'm wearing it right now because I'm putting the Pebble back on, even though I left it off for about six months. Uh, so I can just get used to having a watch again. Right. <laughs> it's no, preparation. You right, know, it's like, right, it's like right. working just out to having it. Yeah. Readapted to being able yes. to use it. I, I had yes. have to charge it every day just more from a habit because if I leave it, what happens for me with, with all of my technology, if you ever look at any of my screenshots, often my battery power is running, uh, you know, within the 20% mark. Now with the iPhone 6 Plus, it's it's actually at the end of the day right now it's 53 percent, which is good for me but i kind of had to get the habit in doing it because then i it will be dead and if it's if i leave my my pebble and it happens to go dead then i'm probably not going to charge it because i'm just like ah i've forgotten about it because so mine goes uh, five six days no problem and i use it it, it does the does the basic things it does the, all the notifications i have a face that shows the weather that communicates with my phone every now and then so it's it it's Very got an ongoing nice. uh, communication and it, and it lasts for for days literally and the other feature that I really like is it's completely waterproof. I swam in the Pacific Ocean with it. Did and it you works really? fine. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it works fine. I washed my hands with my pebble, but I was not about to try I actually going I went swimming, swimming in the Pacific. It. it was glorious. And wow. then my phone was on the beach, and I got a text message, and my wrist was buzzing as I was swimming in the waves. It was pretty awesome. awesome. And the message <laughs> said, careful, shark. <laughs> Look behind you. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the I, I I must say that to me that's kind of the bar. And if the let's see how the uh, we'll see how the Apple Watch does. I'm sure it's going to do great. But I mean the fact that they haven't announced any kind of waterproofness and uh, mm-hmm. or did just say water resist, which is that weasel world, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, they, they haven't announced any kind of battery life. That's like it, it might do more, but if you have to charge it all the time, it's going to be. Yeah, anyway. we we are thinking that it, it will probably be you know a, a charge a every, night lead type of thing. Yeah, yeah probably, yeah. probably yeah. so. And I would highly doubt that this is going to be uh, waterproof. It's really yeah. just going to be like you know while you Resistant. wash your hands, if you sprinkle yeah, exactly. a few drops That's, on it, it'll yeah, probably yeah. be okay with that. No, but swimming in salt water to me is a pretty good acid test. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that is absolutely true. But I'm. Still massively excited. Oh, yes. So one. so are we because it's supposed to come out in April and guess guess what's happening in April too. Is that so, your birthday? No, it's yeah. Amazon North. <laughs> oh, oh no, of course. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Although it, it could have been my birthday. That, that that's not a bad guess. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone has to bring you an Apple Watch, right? Is that what they say when you show up to Anna's North? One, we need. 
get one Apple Watch free. Well, it needs to come out probably just before the conference because they said in yeah. April, and they probably want to use the whole month of April to rake in all these earnings before their 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 cycle end, right? So they, I would assume it's probably going to be closer to the end, but you know, that's just my thought. I'm probably more pessimistic, but who knows? Oh yeah, you you think it's towards the end of the month? I do believe so. Yeah. That that that's the that's a logical saying. If if you look historically, that's what's been happening. But it my guess is it's going to be earlier in April because it's they'll, they'll want to have the whole month of April to 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 rake right, in the dough. Right, right, just for their numbers. Yeah. yeah, it does logically make sense. And if everything is going exceptionally well, then they can do it. But I think that they also because they've been taking a lot of criticism for things not being as useful or having a little bit more bugs lately. Uh, yeah. And because it's a new product and trying to, to get enough because they, they have to do, go through a new product cycle because, you know, this is the first in the cycle. It, it might I, actually have the potential to be the most expensive pro Apple product ever. Well, the gold yeah. one, exactly. for sure, yes. Yeah. It might yeah. be more expensive than the than the Mac 2 FX back in the day, which was like $11,000 fully loaded. Yeah, <laughs> so. I don't think that it, the gold, that would be interesting, but... It will probably be an expensive watch to own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially if it's for the for first gen. Yeah, yeah indeed. Yeah. Well, so what do you do when you're not talking on podcasts and writing up <laughs> awesome articles? What do you like to and do? Help, for fun? And helping people. <laughs> yeah. And helping people, right? Yeah. So. So it, I have to say that it does take up a good deal of my day. So I do psychology, uh, psychotherapy by the day, and then usually I do my podcast at night. And then when I'm not doing that, what am I up to? So I like to, I've just gotten my scuba diving certification, nice, which I think is pretty fun, and yeah. I do martial arts. And as well as that, I am planning on, in April, don't worry, not during, not during NS North, but I'm planning to take up falconry. Oh, whoa, cool. Yeah. My my brother is actually a falconer at the no. Montreal airport. Really? <laughs> yes. That is, oh, no, now we have to, we're going to be chatting forever because I want to know <laughs> where he was trained, how that is. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's actually, they've, um, you know, at airports, they're basically giant marshes usually, yes. so they attract a lot of waterfowl, and waterfowl and planes don't mix really well. Not good. So having, having, um, uh, uh, try, you can try water cannons, you can try uh, rifles, you can try dogs, you can try, uh, you know, the, uh, scarecrows, uh, air cannons, lots of things. Mm -hmm. The birds always habituate to all of that. The only yes. thing they're consistently scared of all the time yes. are, are raptors. Yes. So, so that's the only thing that works all the time. So, yeah, Montreal Airport. Uh, my brother helps these guys being, be safe. So, yeah. That is so absolutely amazing. That's the best thing to tell someone. What, what do you do for a living? I'm a that's, falconer. <laughs> that's so great. Well, I, I, we're gonna, I'm going to have to chat you up about all of the information about where, <laughs> where he was and what, what he can do. Because I'm really excited. I've been wanting to do this for a while. And so, yeah, I think it's the 25th of April or I don't know. Somewhere at the... The end of April, beginning of the next month, that the classes are restarting. So, I will be signing. Is that up. at John Abbott or? No, there's there's uh, there's a few different places in Montreal, and I, the place that I really liked because you will actually be certified to be able to raise your own falcons, and 
breed them if you so wish, and then of course train them. So oh, cool. uh, I forget where that one is, but it's a little bit further further out. So you're, would you actually go to the point of you know building a habitat at your house? Right, like, I wanted to have my own falcon just because that's so cool, but my husband has told me I'm not allowed. <laughs> so you can send angry Just, just give, him a, give him a drone, then you can have yeah. a falcon, and then you can have a face-off, and of course your falcon's going to win. Of course it is. Yeah, I, 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 I could try to sneak one home and, and put it in like the little back house in the back and hope that he never goes down there. They only weigh like 130 grams, so it's okay. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Don't. No one will ever know. <laughs> is that like the, 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 the is that the biggest fill you can get? Like there, can you that get... would be the size of a re- of a regular. It's uh, either a falcon or a, or a small hawk. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, if they get heavier than that, like an eagle is a lot heavier, you know. So, but an eagle is something that needs a lot of food. So, oh. <laughs> that they don't use those in airports. It's way too complex. <laughs> They're just too big. You, you, you um, don't want to do eagle eaglery. Eaglery, uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you might as well go for the gold, you know. I don't know. Right, right. Well, I did budgie re before, so yeah, exactly. That you know, they weren't really they weren't really that hardy for attacking anything. Really, um, no. Didn't really come back when you called them. <laughs> didn't look as cool in the hood. You know, it kind of just flopped over. It wasn't that big. So, oh well. Awesome. I tried. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Georgia. <laughs> thank what, you for having me. What's the uh, what's the best way for someone to get in touch with you? Probably the best way. You can always go to imore.com and take a look at any of the articles that happen to be there, or you can check me out on Twitter, and it's at Georgia underscore Dow. Awesome. All right. You can learn more about NS North by visiting our website at nsnorth.ca. Also, be sure to check out the latest news section, as we frequently post news and announcements there and on our Twitter feed at nsnorth. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time as we will introduce, and you can get to know more about another great speaker. Phil, how can people get in touch with you? I am Philip C. on Twitter, and Phil at nsnorth.ca. And I'm underscore Dan Byers on Twitter, or you can email me at dan at nsnorth.ca. See you soon!